Hey, this is Josiah, a.k.a. Azir from Roll to Hit. We want to thank everyone for listening and the great feedback and comments that we get from you. We've come a really long way since the first episode. For example, we no longer eat chips while playing, nom 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 nom, and we've invested in new equipment and software, so hopefully you've noticed a boost in the quality. We're having a lot of fun making the show for you all, and if you get value out of the show, we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by going to our new Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. We're trying this as an experiment, and we appreciate whatever you can afford to give. If you'd rather have something you can touch and smell in exchange for your support, check out our store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash thecommentist. You can get a t-shirt or a coffee mug with our newly designed podcast logo on it. And, of course, if you can't afford to give a single copper piece, we totally understand. Everyone can help out by rating us on iTunes or sharing the podcast with your friends and network. Thanks a lot for your consideration, and now the show. Welcome back to yeah. Roll to Hit. Uh, we've been so on a excited. we've been on a brief hiatus, and now we're ready to start Chapter Two of our adventure. Uh, last time we ended um, with our adventurers defeating the reanimated corpse of Karth, and uh, they were expecting to find some sick loot, but they instead got a ring that just shoots rainbows and nothing else. And that's how I decided to uh, to end that chapter uh, of the story. Correction. <laughs> Apparently they found some sunglasses, yeah. too. And, uh, wow. That's right. That's another... another uh, even though the, the rainbow ring is definitely the most important part of that last episode, another uh, important element was that Alfred, sick of um, Azir's antics... Uh, fled, Alleged antics <laughs> fled the the company, and so he is now gone. And they've been instead joined by uh, the witty, the wonderful, the beautiful Sherlock gnomes. <laughs> and um, and yeah, so that was ending chapter chapter one of Roll to Hit, and we have um, we have one big change to to go through. Uh, moving on to chapter two, and that is that. I, Paul, your uh, wonderful and trusted DM, will be <laughs> stepping down from my uh, DM position and will be playing the role of Sherlock Gnomes. And instead, we will have the wonderful, you know him, you love him, maybe you don't know him by name, but his name is David, and he was playing Alfred the Weird. He will be, um, he will be taking over the role as Dungeon Master for this second chapter. So let's all give David a nice warm yeah, welcome. Yeah, David. Notice Paul left out trustworthy in the list. <laughs> we don't know what's gonna happen. Trust so, is earned, not given. <laughs> so before uh, before David takes over as the dungeon master and and bring, uh, leads us on the beginning of this new wonderful quest, let's just go around again. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, this would be 
I guess this would be a good point to start again. We're going to go around and reintroduce all of our characters. Uh, I guess we'll go pretty quickly so we can get started. But uh, yeah, let's start. Let's start with Talon. All right, Talon, son of Robius. He is a sorcerer level three, monk level one, uh, half elf. Uh, what else do you want me to say? Just I like, like fireballs <laughs> and chaos magic. Apparently. Chaos, yep. Um, yeah. Recently uh, increased in age, I believe. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have wild magic that has uh, some good effects, like the flumps that we had in season one. Uh, I also went from age nineteen to twenty nine <laughs> in an instant. Is that uh, the point where he definitely should have a job and he shouldn't just? <laughs> <laughs> around. Uh, and I got a new weapon at the end, which I haven't yet used, uh, which is the assassin's blade of Korth. Uh, it poisons me while I use it, but basically I get to throw it, and then it just magically appears back in my hand. Uh, it does 1d4, and then a chance for some serious poison damage as well. Cool. And you can cast Misty Step. Yes, which I have <laughs> yet to figure out what and actually invisi- does. And invisibility. <laughs> it's a little Pokemon crossover. Once a day. Yeah. <laughs> Misty comes out. <laughs> step. Uh, Star you. So I'm Thaddeus, the paladin. I'm a level four paladin. I'm a half orc uh, urchin, odd uh, combination, but whatever. And uh, basically, I'm supposed to be the tank character, even though somehow last game Alfred had the same <laughs> HP as me. But um, I'm basically the tank. I come in and mow people down. I've got a giant two-handed sword, and that's uh, not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. the after hours show. <laughs> <laughs> and that sword was, um, both the sword and the dagger were both loot from the first, from the first adventure. Yep, and, uh, and I actually have to use special gauntlets to wield them because it's so massive. Um, so, yeah, I like to, uh, destroy things with my massive sword. You're also very greedy, if I remember. Like <laughs> well, I, I am greedy, and it also works out because everybody else apparently hates money, so I... It's true. It's very true. being something that I use a lot. All right, I am Sherlock Gnomes. Um, that's the voice that I've chosen for him. <laughs> I had a different voice last campaign, but that was, like, two months ago, so I forgot that voice. So Why aren't you still talking in that voice? I've... Uh, why don't you always talk in that voice? Also, I like what do you think up, RPG stands for? Okay, <laughs> I feel like everyone should have voices. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I think Azir. I was thinking about this. I think Azir should sound like Batman in The Dark Knight. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what everyone else sounds. I'm half orc, so scrabble. <laughs> so, um, anyways, Sherlock Sometimes. Gnomes. Uh, he is a rogue. Um, He's a rogue forest gnome. He's lawful good. I guess I'll go into slightly more detail with him because this is the first time we're looking at his character sheet. Uh, he has very low uh, hit points and armor class. He's, his armor class is 14, and he only has 18 hit points. But luckily... Glass cannon. But luckily he, um, he kind of stays in the back of the fights. He has two hand crossbows, uh, which he can wield because he has the crossbow expert feet. Um, so he can shoot both of those each turn, and I wanted to kind of give him that like 1950s private eye feel, like dual wielding pistols. <laughs> so that's Sherlock Gnomes. That doesn't have to do with Sherlock Holmes at all, but I don't know. He's he's um, surprisingly not that good of a detective, which we learned from the last uh, <laughs> from the last episode. But he does have pretty good investigation. So in his in his rare moments, he'll be able to uh, investigate things. Um, he likes to talk about himself a lot and exaggerate the truth. He is lawful good. Uh, he likes to bring criminals to justice. 
And um, his bond is that one day he will return to the detectives of varying expertise in Scandrone, also known as Doves, and prove that he is the best detective. And a side note, he also believes that he's a part of this uh, detectives of varying expertise in Scandrone, but he's actually not. He just thinks he is. (laughs) And everyone really hates him there. Um, He's cocky and full of himself, and he likes to, once he's in battle, he likes to shoot things with his crossbow. Just quickly again, he has sneak attack, speak with small beasts, and he's pretty dexterous and he can use thieves' tools. So that's uh, that's Sherlock Gnomes. All right, uh, this is Azir uh, Dohillen. Um, I am a monk, uh, level four monk, uh, also drow. Uh, so they came to be that I'm living on the surface world and, and chaotic good, not lawful good. So I can kill people from time to time <laughs> if they... I don't know why you're looking at egregiously, me. Egregiously <laughs> uh, evil. Um, so yeah, chaotic good uh, monk and um, most most drow are obviously evil and live underground. Um, but uh, my uh, as a as a third son, I was meant to be sacrificed to the uh, spider goddess, and uh, my sister helped smuggle me out of the underdark, and I was raised by monks. So um, uh, Talon and I grew up in the same monastery. And um, until he got 10 years older, <laughs> supposedly his older, oh, older yeah. uh, partner in crime Interesting. at the monastery. The um, swirlies will change. <laughs> I took the uh, elemental focus um, when we got to level 2 or 3, whatever it was, so I, can, I do have some fire-type uh, spells that come from the studying uh, at the, or the monastery of the... Golden Dragon. His fortune cookie said. The best Chinese cool. restaurant in town. <laughs> cool. Very nice. So that's a, a brief overview. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Again, this is this was a good place to start if you didn't want to go through the first the first chapter. So yeah. Uh, David, are you ready? Adventurers, are you ready? <laughs> <clears throat> it's been three months since the <laughs> <laughs> So, it's been three months since the events of Melvis, Sidious, the Shadow, and Corth's relics. Your heroism, bravery, and valor has echoed throughout the city of Scandron as the townsfolks have surmised you a legend. As such, you've taken upon yourselves to settle down and use this newfound prestige to rest and recuperate your scars and sanity. The city of Scandron has thrived since you displaced King Turtlebottom. A working democracy is in order, with an elected mayor who has brought Scandron into a remarkable renaissance age due in no small part to the fantastic wealth they've been generating from the mining operation just inside the city walls. The revenue has been shared back with the citizens, and Scandrone's schools, libraries, and parks have witnessed a resurgence in quality. Izir, you've taken up residency at the Golden Dragon Monastery and become somewhat of the manager there, providing weekly night classes to the community on the physical, mental, and spiritual disciplines of the Way of the Four Elements. At night, you send letters to Tazendor, anxiously checking on Tarsh's rehabilitation, and cautiously waiting to inquire about seeing your family again. Talon, although your spontaneous aging did gain you 10 years, you are still the junior to 34-year-old old Azir. That doesn't mean you're not an important part of the Golden Dragon. In fact, you've become their community outreach coordinator and started, <laughs> and started a fantastic youth program where you teach football. 
Football, of course, being the Forgotten Realms word for baseball. <laughs> Your quarter shot proficiency has given the children many hours of delight and ground ball practice. Thaddeus, your intimidating size, low intelligence, and love of gold has made you a perfect candidate to head up security at the first regional bank of Scandrum. <laughs> you even used to take your lunch breaks in the vault just to admire the view until one day you accidentally locked yourself in. <laughs> Sherlock, however, your heroism, bravery, and valor has not seemed to echoed as loudly as the others. You can't quite put your finger on why, but all your friends at Dove seem to think you're exaggerating your story of dual-wielding crossbow shots at an undead wizard and his unholy armor of conscious skeletons. <laughs> Although the other team vouches that you were indeed there, you still feel that those around you in Scandron just chalk this up to another one of your stories. <laughs> Regardless, for the time being, everything just feels right, and you adventurers are enjoying the mending pace. Roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so excited. I got a three. No, plus five. I got eight. <laughs> That's probably for the best. Just stay, yeah. stay, stay behind. Uh, Eighteen. Seven. All right. You'll always remember exactly where you were when it happened, like a flashbulb memory popping off. Talon, you're in your front office outside the park fiddling with today's lineup. <laughs> Sherlock, you're currently being escorted out of the Doves building after shooting a crossbow bolt, extinguishing a flame to prove how much of a sharpshooter you are. <laughs> Thaddeus, you're at the bank, assisting the moneylender in the exchange of gold bars for platinum. And Azir, you're in your quarters on the basement floor of the monastery, sketching images of your past adventure. You all feel it before you hear it. The ground and its earthly contents shift as if coming to a screeching abrupt halt on a carriage. The citizens share a silent, shocked second before the deafening boom cacophonously erupts from seemingly all corners of the land. Ready player one. <laughs> <laughs> so, in case you missed it, none of you are near each other, and you'll have no way of knowing where the others are during this mayhem, but I'm going to let you all move and act in order. Uh, so I'm, I'm in the monastery. So I, I have all my equipment. Yeah. So the first thing I'm going to do is strip naked, and, tuck, <laughs> and go through a sick montage of putting on your... Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I guess if I'm in the basement, uh, do the stairs look affected? No. but okay. Everything's fine. It's just really weird, and the boom is obviously somewhat concerning. All right, I'm going to uh, climb the stairs and uh, call for my faithful companion, Talon. All right. You throw in your robe and grumble as the direct sunlight will surely be disadvantageous to your action. <laughs> if only he had sunglasses. <laughs> far, far out in the distance, on the other side of town, outside the city walls, and barely visible to you as you squint in the sunlight as a puff of smoke. You shout for your brother Talon, but there's no one there. Thaddeus. You're at, Not good. You're at the bank, assisting the moneylender in exchange of gold bars. We're platinum. He grabs all the bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, uh, first, I make sure the gold is okay. And uh, <laughs> it, it, did it? Um, was it just a sound, or did it, it shook too? Like it did. It did shake. So um, I look towards where the sound came from. I mean, I guess it just came from the ground. So it was. Yeah, no, it was like, outside. Point. So okay. folks in the bank are cautious to go outside because nobody wants to lose their place in line, and the rumble has knocked over the money lenders' weights and coins as he begins swearing up a storm that is to start all over again. 
<laughs> well, I help him pick up whatever coins I can, and then I exit the building. All right, the moneylender shouts at you because his conversion is invalid without an administrator present. <laughs> uh, so does that change your decision? <laughs> I unsheath my sword slightly, <laughs> and then I put it back. He, he grumbles and goes back picking up the coins himself. It must have been quite a quake because the vault is supposed to be blast-proof. Sherlock. So I just was kicked out of the... Yeah. Uh, I turn around and shout, This is what you get for kicking out Sherlock gnomes! <laughs> and then I um, take out my magnifying glass and point it in the sky and do an investigation check on the sky. All right. The sun sears your eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pointing up the direct sunlight is a bad idea as the convex... Where the glass of the magnifying glass manages to burn a hole in your favorite Sunday outfit. No! <laughs> my, my jacket. <laughs> All right, last but not least, Talon. You can see from your window the crowds of people slowly exiting their homes and looking 200 feet off in the distance. Uh, I guess I'll leave the building then. All right, you exit your clubhouse to see smoke rising from the distance, silhouetted by the king's old castle. So, as of now, you've noticed the town is starting to exit their homes and crowd the streets, making it tougher to run. And the tremor has caused varying damage, but nothing too atrocious. Everyone seems to be fixated on the puff of smoke. Now, back to Izir. So Izir, you are uh, outside your home, outside the monastery. So, sorry, so Talon was not in the monastery? No, he's at his clubhouse at the park. Uh, but you you don't know any of this. Uh, <clears throat> Always shirking your duties at, uh, at the monastery. Um, <laughs> I'm the community outreach coordinator. <laughs> uh, I guess I start. Uh, so can I? Um, would I know that he is? It's whatever day of the week, and he's probably play, playing football, baseball. You could. You could <laughs> try to find him. He's to cross the bridge and about a hundred feet due east after you cross the bridge. I'm gonna head in that general direction. Is it away from the smoke? Nope, it is towards the smoke. I'm going towards the smoke in attempt to collect uh, talent at the at the park. All right, you move. <laughs> All right, while, while crossing the bridge, uh, you actually notice some shoes and a fishing net on the ground. Peering over the bridge, you see the unmistakable outline of a person flailing. Yeah, I spotted the gods. I was out fishing and the earthquake knocked me in here. No. I, I, I can't swim. <laughs> Help. He's, he's about 40 feet out in, in the water. 40 feet? I, I, I'm pretty sure I can swim. Uh, <laughs> I will uh, jump in and swim. All right, you're going to jump straight in. So Izir hops over the bridge and swan dives into the water to try to save the drowning victim. We'll cut to Thaddeus, who's just exited the bank. You see a crowd gathered around something. There's a lot of commotion and grunting going on. You there, gargantuan, come help! <laughs> <laughs> a bronze-colored elf currently lies on top of a pair of pants and shoes. Upon further inspection, it appears that the town statue of Fenthic Moss, a famous elven cleric, has toppled over on some poor schlub who is stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Me help you now. Uh, I go and try and push the statue over to... Roll it off. Right, roll it. Do a strength check. Um, I think I get plus it's five. Too bad I'm not here to help out with that. <laughs> with my minus one strength. Uh, let's see. 17? 17. Oh, it just barely budges, but it's going to take a, a bit more community effort to, to get that to move. Too bad there's no community organizer there. <laughs> <laughs> so, while you push and pull on the statue, we will run over to Sherlock. While hauling ass the source of the smoke, 
You can't help but notice a nest has fallen out of the tree and onto the sidewalk. Nest. <laughs> um, do I know what kind of nest this is? You can do a nature check. I would love to do a nature check. Uh, 15. Ooh, these appear to be hawk eggs. Um, do I see the hawks anywhere? Run a perception check. <laughs> he's going to take the eggs and raise them. <laughs> Actually, in this game, he's not vegan. so <laughs> 11. Makes an omelet. Uh, you do see a hawk circling the air, and based on your previous nature roll, it seems to be flying very erratically. Is there like a tree nearby? Yeah, there's, there's a tree. <laughs> um, I'm going to, very quickly, because I want to keep running towards the smoke, I'm going to pick up the nest and throw it, try to throw it back on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you you pick up the eggs to throw the tree. Oh, oh your eggs almost, in the nest? Yes. I'm oh, sorry, did I say that? <laughs> yes, they're, they're, they're eggs in the nest. I'm very sorry. Um, that, that's, okay. that's what I meant by, that's what I, I, I meant by these appear to be hawk eggs. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um... How high is the tree? Up? Too late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tree is, we'll say, 20 feet uh, up in the air. Is the nearest branch you can find. And based on your knowledge of hawks, they don't typically take the lowest branch when <laughs> building a nest. Um, if only we had a levitate spell that we could put. <laughs> I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to climb up the tree. Okay. Really quick. So you with the eggs. Yes, holding the holding the nest. You pick up the nest and try to move it safely, but almost immediately, the territorial hawk mother descends from the air with her claws out. Go ahead and run an animal handling check. <laughs> Dave, Keep in mind, I can to... speak. To, I can speak to small beasts. Yeah. Dave wants to use every single check in the first ten minutes. Of this. Uh, Nineteen. Ooh, the uh, the the hawk understands your actions are not, are not hostile. You're just throwing their kids. <laughs> will not defend itself, uh, and will, you can climb the tree successfully. Okay. I um, also have a second story work, which means it takes no extra movement to climb. Nice. So while you are climbing up the tree, trying to help this poor hawk, who was behaving erratically, we will go to Slowpoke Talon. Slowpoke. Why? You, you rolled last. That's your that's Slowest your initiative. football. That's your football. Yeah. <laughs> Slowpoke talent. All right. Well, I'm heading towards the smoke. All right. You head to the smoke. Here, here, hey, up, Baldy, up here. <laughs> a voice from up top draws your attention. On top of a townhouse is a man waving his arms frantically. Yes, you. I was up here fixing up the roof, and the quake knocked over my ladder. You look down to see a crude wooden ladder cracked in several places. Uh. Uh, help me down. He's about 15 feet in the air. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I, I don't know. Use a, a, a rope. Uh, fix the ladder. Just get me out from here. Uh, do I have a rope? <laughs> oh, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the door, I <laughs> Let me go to the store real quick. Can I fix the ladder? Yeah, you, you can try to fix the ladder. Run an intelligence check. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have some craftsmanship skill, which I don't think you do. <laughs> Two? <laughs> I could probably fix it with fire. <laughs> you, you take the ladder and try some percussive maintenance, which is when you hit it, but it doesn't seem to be doing anything. While, while Talon bangs on a ladder, that's a euphemism in some parts. <laughs> we will go all the way back to Azir, who's currently in the water, trying to swim towards the drowning victim, who is 40 feet away. Uh, so 40 feet, swim at half speed. I'm going to sprint, swim. All right. You are swimming and swimming successfully without floaties. <laughs> yes. Good job. As you swim, Thaddeus, you, you are still trying to move that statue. Why don't you try again with a strength roll? I shall. 
and I will yell at everybody, help me! <laughs> Jeez, you jerks. <laughs> Oh, 1924. So you dig deep, grit your teeth, take a few breaths, and let out a stream of grunts. Seconds go by until you're entirely out of breath, but the moment you hit exasperation, you feel the statue start to give. In a state of shocked awe, those helping you begin to realize they aren't helping you at all. As they, one by one, they step away from the statue as you deadlift the figure and toss it behind you. Fenthic's head cracks clean off, but the man is freed. He lies there on the ground, motionless. Uh... I mean, I check for a pulse. All right. See if he's alive. You're While you're over there examining the body, we will go to Hawk saving yeah. uh, Sherlock. What is the hawk doing right now? It is currently perched on the branch, watching you climb and eyeing its eggs. Can I say to it, uh, can I try to communicate with it? You can try to communicate with the small beast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say... Um, have no fear, Sherlock is here. <laughs> now you gotta do it in a hawk voice, so just make bird noises. <laughs> <laughs> a Pokemon hawk, apparently. Hawk, hawk, hawk. And they can't talk back to you, right? I don't um, think they can. I mean, animal speak with animals doesn't, but this is not actually a spell. It's a characteristic. It's, oh, it's a gnome thing, right? Yeah. It's, it's a gnome thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag just gnome thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Through sounds and gestures, you can communicate simple ideas with small or smaller beasts. <laughs> Forest gnomes love animals and often keep squirrels, badgers, rabbits, moles, woodpeckers, and other creatures as beloved pets. So I'm just going to say, I'm just going to communicate to it that I'm not going to harm uh, its babies. All right. It is hopping rapidly on the branch, watching you do something, and kind of twitching its neck, uh, again, in an erratic fashion. So as you continue up the tree, Talon, you, you realize that hitting the ladder is not fixing it. <laughs> God, hurry up! I'm scared of heights. Uh, it's two stories up. Yeah. Is there anything around that I could use, like as a rope or some other way to like get up there? No. There is uh, some hay. There's bales of hay uh, and a broken ladder. Set them on fire. <laughs> yeah. All right. No helping. Oh, Here's the plan. Oh. Start over. So <laughs> I want to. I want to cast chromatic orb at a piece of the ceiling so that I could. Bust it open, essentially. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think it'll set it on fire because Firebolt specifically says a flammable object will ignite. Uh, so I want to I want to tell him to like <laughs> the guy's move scared. over. <laughs> Here you go, and then target. You know, so I can make a hole in the top so he can get down. Okay. But I also want to use careful spell and put it on him just to protect him, just in case. Oh, nice. Okay. Which is yeah. Which means he automatically succeeds as saving throw. Is that one? Yeah. yeah. I don't think that'll do anything. Though I should. Does your spell still do damage though? Is one of those things where it does damage even on a successful throw? <laughs> Not this one. Okay. Uh, it only if it hits, it takes damage. There's no, on a save. Yeah. Because yeah, the. Uh, the roof also has very low dexterity. <laughs> so do I still have to shoot at it? Like, yeah, you're going to have, right? have to aim. Uh, the aiming is, the, is the, the good part. You should probably also tell the guy to get out of the way as you do this. Uh, well, yeah. So okay. I told him to move to the other side. And the I other, the other side of what? The, the, the just roof? Move just move over. Just move to one side. You, ha you have to help me. I'm helping. I will get you down. Just trust me. <laughs> uh, 24. All right. A mighty bolt shoots from your arms and descends on the roof, crashing it. The guy is so shocked, he begins to backpedal away. No, no, do it! <laughs> and we smash cut back to Azir, swimming. All right. 
Uh, have I reached the, the guy? At the end of your turn, you will finally have reached the person, which is the end of your, your movement. Okay. You swam uh, 20 feet, now you swam 20 more. You are at the bobbing, drowning victim. Okay, so I, I uh, go back to my monastic uh, lifeguard training <laughs> and uh, slip Play an force. arm around his, uh, under his armpit and his, and his head and uh, use my other free arm and legs to kick towards the, I'm gonna have to be a jerk here, uh, and, and swim towards the shore that I, I was moving towards. So yeah. it'll be away from his shoes and fishing pole. <laughs> All right, run an acrobatics check to try to corral the flailing, drowning victim. Um, 19. Oh yeah, you grab you grab him, uh, and you can begin to, to swim to shore with an athletics check this time. So I, as as I um, swim towards the shore, I want to try to calm him and just say, "Hey, work with me. We're gonna we're gonna kick towards the shore." Uh, so just try to have him not fight me. <laughs> Where are my shoes? Well, I do. I was just trying to fall on the ground. Your shoes look great, man. We're gonna get your shoes. Just, right. just hang in there with me. Um, athletics, what? Athletics, I uh, got eleven. Okay, uh, it's very tough to swim as he's still really panicking about his shoes. You don't quite know why a guy can't swim while fishing on a very unsafe bridge. Yeah, I was thinking the same, but but uh, you can you can reprimand him later because now we're going to Thaddeus, who has just removed a statue and is checking the pulse. Of the being on the ground, run a medicine check. Oh, medicine, I'm proficient. Should have one of those, like, you know, where they change scenes like this? It goes, like, changes to the other one. That's what's on my head. 14. <laughs> oh, 14. You can't tell quite what's wrong with him, but you think you're starting to figure it out by basic vital signs and rubbing your hands over his cracked body. <laughs> so, while you check on him, we're gonna go back to Sherlock, who was trying to climb a tree with a handful of eggs and talk to a hawk. All right, I'm going to, is, if, I'm, I'm assuming I'm pretty good at climbing. Yeah. So there's like stuff that I, I have handholds on. I'm going to put the, the nest on my head. <laughs> I'm gonna bounce it on my okay. head. I'm gonna hold on with one hand onto the tree and then I'm gonna take out my magnifying glass and look at the bird to see if I can figure out if there's something up with it. All right, run an investigative oh, check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 22. All right, that's gonna give you advantage on a nature check. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. natural 20, so that's another 22. Okay, uh, you, you recognize the hawk's erratic behavior as a evolutionary defense mechanism when an animal senses stress. So while you're peering at this hawk with your giant eye, uh, we will go back to Talon who has just knocked a giant hole in the roof as the man begins to backpedal, he slips so and I'm running towards him, trying to catch him. begins to fall. <laughs> he goes, oh, you, you gotta catch me! <laughs> so I dive and try to catch him. All right, you're gonna dive? All right, so do, uh, what should you do here? Use your, your football skills <laughs> and, and do a diving catch. Yeah. yeah. Do an acrobatics check to try Whatever. to catch him. Acrobatics? Yeah. 14. All right, you slide on the ground with your, with your arms out and do a strength saving throw. <laughs> uh, shit. Oh. 17. All right, you do not take any bludgeoning damage as your body is perfectly doughy. Uh, <laughs> and the, you both fall prone as the man falls on top of you. 
uh, and this is good news, he does seem fine. Thanks, Chrome Dome! As he, <laughs> as he skips off back inside his home, presumably to fix the roof <laughs> that you just <laughs> destroyed. You might want a better ladder. <laughs> so, back at the top, Azir, you are trying to, to corral a very panicky man swimming in the water. Uh, yeah, I'll keep trying to calm him and say, hey, hey, buddy, I'm just trying to help you out. Kick your legs when I kick my legs. I, I like, count cadence or whatever. So... On, on two, on another, one. On, on two, on one. <laughs> Run uh, yeah. a, another athletics check to try to swim while holding on to someone. Ooh, a four. All right, you still, <laughs> you still don't move. I, sh- I should point out that a creature can hold its breath for a number of minutes equal to one plus its constitution modifier. So I think that's... Three minutes or something for you. Yep. So as you still thrash around, we'll go to Thaddeus, <laughs> who is still examining the body. Why don't you try the medicine check again? I also yell out, are there any doctors nearby? <laughs> I meant <laughs> seven. You think he's absolutely fine. And I crush uh, his neck while trying <laughs> to take it. So he seems to be fine, uh, but he is kind of, you know, screaming, not really screaming, but moaning and rocking back and forth. But is he conscious? You said he's unconscious. He, yeah, he's he's barely he's barely conscious. He's not completely knocked out, but he's not really moving. He's just moaning. Um, I smack him a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lightly with my giant hands. With your gauntleted hands. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That gives you what plus five strength or something like that. <laughs> uh, all right, you are smacking around. Of licked him on the ground. And while you smack, smack, smack to someone, we're gonna go to Sherlock, who is just looking at the frazzled hawk. Can I reach the? Wait, do I, do I know like which branch the nest was on? No, but you are currently in the, the thick of the tree. That this would be a perfectly safe place to leave the eggs at, at this point. Okay, I'm gonna just put down the uh, put down the eggs on a branch and start scurrying my way down. Okay, you. You put the eggs back on the branch, the hawk jumps on the nest and begins destroying the eggs. No! Wow. Um, <laughs> do I have another action? Oh, actually, crossbow expert, as a bonus action, I'm going to shoot it with the crossbow. Oh, all right. <laughs> Take a shot at it. I rolled an 18. Yes, that is enough to pierce the hawk's non-armor. <laughs> <laughs> And I deal five damage. Yeah, that is the the hawk beautifully descends out of the sky, back into the ground, hitting a couple of branches <laughs> as it plinkos its way <laughs> back back to the ground. Uh, in its terror, it has already it has smashed one of the five eggs. No. So there are four. Sherlock, Sherlock gnomes yells, no! As you're shouting to the sky, no! The, the camera cranes out as it, as it moves over back to Talon, who, who is on the ground. So I'm going to get up and start going towards the smoke. All right. That's your action, is to get up from the idiot who just crushed you. And then just ran away and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, so Azir, you are still trying to swim with a man in your clutches to the shore. Uh, yeah, I... Implore him. I try to. Uh, is there a convincing skill to not kill yourself? Um, yeah, I do. Can I do a persuasion? Yep. I try to persuade him to calm down and kick with me. Uh, Fourteen. Yeah. What do you say to him in a soothing voice? Say, hey, man. <laughs> How's it going? I'm trying to save your life. How about you help yourself and help me help you? We're going to kick on the count of one. 
It appears to have worked as he has slowed down his thrashing. No longer appears to be fighting you. He's a little and turned his, on. And his, <laughs> in fact, his body has gone completely limp at this point, kind of like a ragdoll. You may have done too, too good of a job. <laughs> or he might be drowned. <laughs> we'll find out after Thaddeus stops smacking the man around. Another man runs to the person and says, What are you doing? Don't hit a, a, a statue victim. <laughs> okay. I say, uh, me help you now. And I put, lay my hands on him and I uh, do five healing points, which if he has a disease or something, that'll heal that. Otherwise, it's just HP. He's got yeah. statue disease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was allergic to bronze. <laughs> so... You're no doctor, but you recognize the sound of crushed ribs resetting themselves. Uh, you, he gets up, breaks himself off, and goes, Oh, God, last I remember I was being attacked by some elf. Elf? What'd he look like? I don't know. Bronze? <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, good. <laughs> You've destroyed him. <laughs> as, he, as he brushes himself off and goes on his merry way. So, Sherlock, um, cuts back to you. Oh! <laughs> As you finish screaming. <laughs> For that whole yes. like, three yes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's only six seconds, right? <laughs> That's Why true. Uh, <laughs> still a long time. <laughs> um, I'm going to um, take the, the nest. Okay. You take it and put it just somewhere, you know, the usual in weird stuff. Burglar, yeah. Burglar pack. <laughs> you take the nest and you gently put it in your burglar thing. And Although, you can... if I climbed up with one hand, I could probably <laughs> climb down with one hand. Yeah. Regardless, you, you now have the eggs nestled yes. in some part of your body. I'll add that to my inventory. Yes. <laughs> Please do. All right. So, Talon, you're still just <laughs> running towards the smoke? Yep. All right. So, Talon's running. Azir, you, you now have a lifeless body in your hands. That's actually uh, helpful. It means you will no longer need to do any sort of grappling thing. You just have to swim to shore. Yeah. So, let's swim to shore. So, go for it. Uh, Roll his, strength. Yeah. Athletics. Natural 20. Yeah. All right. There is no such thing as a Minus natural, one. There's no such thing as a natural 20 in ability scores. Okay. Please do not make the same mistake again. Okay. <laughs> I mean, psych, that's the wrong number. Uh, 19. All right. It's, his, again, his, his limp body makes it very easy to swim to shore as you doggy paddle your way uh, successfully back to the shore and lay his limp body on the ground. The drowner appears to be motionless. Can I... I, do I still have action? Yeah, you can go ahead and do... Uh, I do uh, can I do, like, a medicine yep. check? Yeah, go ahead and run medicine check. Uh, 15. All right. You uh, perform some mouth-to-mouth, and he coughs up water. He seems that he's going to make it alive and well. So good job. I, I, now I tell him, you should probably <laughs> learn how to swim if you're going to keep... Uh, Keep fishing here. He says he tries to, but they closed the community pool because because the community outreach coordinator was too busy playing baseball. <laughs> Football. Football. <laughs> no, he's from he's he's from the uh, from the American part. Yeah. <laughs> Thaddeus, uh, you are actually all set because the man seems to be breathing and has walked along. So if you'd like, you can continue going to the explosion, or you can go back in the bank. Whatever you want. I will go towards the explosion. All right, you are running towards the explosion on the south side of town. So it is 120 diagonal feet away, but obviously there's not a diagonal road straight to it. But I'll just send you down south towards it. That's why you gotta run on the rooftops. <laughs> yeah. Parkour. Oh, actually, wait a minute. I, uh, since That's right. urchin, urchin, can't right? I run it twice as fast? Uh, Through urban environments, city? yeah. I believe so. 
This was the thing that I forgot to tell you guys when we were going through the city. I think it was Scandrone, and when we were trying to like skulk around, yeah, I just into the mouse it's, or whatever. Yeah, and the mouse. Yeah, it's oh yeah, and the mouse. Yeah, you and your companions, I think, right? Yeah, I think everybody. Um, so can move twice as fast. Wow. So your party can travel through a city twice as fast, we're but not, not in combat anyway. Right. Yeah, but just next yeah. time. So you move once and twice. All right, so Azir has successfully revived the drowning victim. Sherlock. Yes. Has successfully gotten down with the eggs in his pocket or something. Cool. Talon is on his way running, and Thaddeus is now also on his way running. So, good job. You've fixed the first of the, whatever, minor inconveniences caused by this weird earthquake. <laughs> uh, the town folks' initial fear is turning into cautious curiosity of what they just felt. Some people around you are bracing for the aftershock, not sure if the explosion came first or the quake. Others are undecided on whether they should be moving towards or away the explosion. And some seem to have just gone back to their daily routine. As you yourselves ponder your options, some inconsiderate person behind you begins snapping twigs or... No, that can't be right. There's no branches around here, except for Sherlock. <laughs> Everyone roll an acrobatics check. Hey, this is Paul from Roll to Hit, also known as Sherlock Gnomes, also known as your former Dungeon Master. We're just taking a quick break so I can tell you about the Commentist Network. That's the podcast network that Roll to Hit is a part of. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great podcasts at thecommentist.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find all of our podcasts like Continuous Improvement, that's another one that I do, or The Bearded Vegans, that's another one that I do. Or you can check out the lesser podcasts, such as The Unwind, that's one that uh, Sean, Josiah, and Rob do, and um, there's another cool one called Kiss the Crest. That's what. Uh, that's another one that Rob, Sean, and one of our other strange friends do about soccer. So uh, yeah, please check those out, and uh, thank you. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. And I love you. 19, 17, 8, 19. 25. Natural 25? There is no natural. <laughs> When it comes to skill, <laughs> you've solved you've solved this <laughs> Without any seismic activity, slithering down the roads, grass and dirt begins giant cracks in the earth, splitting underneath everything in its path and splintering off like a casual hydra and heading in all directions. Accompanied by the serpentine schisms, is a crashing wave of screams that exponentially rise until the town's ambience is full on panic. <laughs> So Azir, Sherlock, and Talon all managed to write themselves without any <laughs> sort of problems. Thaddeus, the idiot he is, cranes his neck as he watches a crack go right below his feet and, <laughs> and somersaults onto the ground. <laughs> so, cracks in the ground, let's reroll initiative. Oh, I am hot tonight! 23. 22, 22, sorry. 10, 12, 3. Just so we feel comfortable, I'm going to attack the fissures. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to take the dodge every single time. <laughs> That's what this whole thing is, is dodging the cracks for like 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, so Sherlock, amongst the bustle of flailing arms and blurry travelers, stands a stationary man in the middle of the road. Oh, for the love of Talos. He's cursing at himself. My foot's stuck. <laughs> oh, boy. I suppose I, 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 I was going to say, I don't think I can fix this with my crossbow. Um, Just I'm, chop it off. I'm going to... So I still have... I have the... 
but the birds are in the pack. Yep. I got one crossbow in one hand and the magnifying glass in the other hand. And I'm going to, um, hmm, how, how far away is he? He's right, uh, he's three, five feet away. Oh, he's okay. he's <laughs> next to you as you're running. Um, oh, jeez, jeez Louise. I'm going to, I'm going to take out my, well, I already have the magnifying glass out. I'm going to look at, look at his foot and see if there is, and see if there's enough room for me to wedge one of my daggers into the fissure and try to pry his foot out. Okay, go ahead. <coughs> and do what? Do an investigative check on okay. the ground. Oh, oh, that's another cheese. Just a 20. <laughs> so it's a 24. All right. You're able to count every single grain of rock in the ground and see that it's actually. That's a really crappy rock. Granite? It's not that crappy. Mica. Yeah. Forgo Mica. Would it make sense for the ground to be for Mica? <laughs> Whatever it is. You said. That's what you said. A crappy rock. Yeah. The, the ground around him appears to be for Mica <laughs> and. Uh, it can be chipped away in, instead of wedged. Right? That's the rock like. that you can like yeah. shave off. Yeah, yeah. But, but I just don't nice know if the ground would be made of formica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. This world can be whatever you want. <laughs> so I, I'm like, that's, I don't know if I still have the actions, but that's what I'm going to try. Okay, you, you can try that next time around as we go to like a salmon trying to run upstream. Azir, you are fighting against a current of scared travelers. One such, looking the wrong way and holding an armful of goods, crashes right into you. He bounces off and continues running the opposite direction. At your foot is a very familiar-looking police hat. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it, that man! He took my hat! You see Riley, the town's milliner and hat shop owner, shaking his fist angrily. Uh, How far is the the hat looter? The, The man has now traveled 10 feet behind you and is taking off in the opposite direction. Oh, no problem. Ten feet. I I advance uh, towards him. All right, you're gonna stop dead and turn around and try stop to get him. him dead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Murder so in the street. <laughs> I sh- first uh, shout at him, stop, or I will beat the shit out of you. I don't got time to play. I'm not playing. <laughs> As you're shouting and waving, the, the crowd of people has grown, and it's now impossible to pick out where the man has gone in the sea of people. It's too chaotic to possibly pick him out. You do, however. See another hat 10 feet behind you. I pick up the hat? All right, you're gonna walk towards the hat. You pick up the hat and find another hat 15 feet. It's a breadcrumb of hats, it appears. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I try to pick up these hats. All right, and, um, you follow, follow the, trail the trail of hats. Talon, everyone's screaming, that's a given, but you hear an unnaturally garbled scream, like someone is gasping for air and drowning, but there isn't a body of water around you. You look to your left to see a door frame and a person occupying it. Or maybe the door frame is occupying the person. You can't really tell. The man is so fat, he takes up the entire opening. Or <laughs> help! The door frame is still part of the building, right? It's yeah. not like a crumbled building. <laughs> Just blow it up. A door frame in the middle of the... <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> maybe he got stuck in the building, crumbled around him. <laughs> Can I just, like, run and drop kick him through the building? You, okay. <laughs> or through the door frame? Go ahead. Such a bad idea. <laughs> what am I doing? Strength check. Uh, 19. <laughs> You run as fast as you can and just bounce off him <laughs> as, as you try. 
So as you, as the stars spin around your head, uh, we're, we're going to go to Thaddeus. Thaddeus, there's little time for camaraderie as the townsfolk's fight or flight survival has kicked in, causing everyone to run in no particular direction. Uh, it looks like someone's flight hasn't been firing because two men have squared up and are circling each other, engaged in fisticuffs. A female halfling looks on in crying hysterics. Uh, I run over to them and try to break up the fight. Yeah, back off, man. This doesn't concern you. As the shirtless younger the two men throws a punch at the other. <laughs> he said, fuck off. As the gray-haired gentleman makes a lunging uppercut. Oh, they're going to kill each other. Stop them. <laughs> Streaks the lady halfling. Can I block both shots or something? Yeah, you can take both of the punches if, if you want. Sure, I'll so do that. While you, are you also talking this whole time or just standing there? Well, I was saying... Uh, I'm gonna kick your asses if you keep doing this shit. All right, run and then in, I block. Run an intimidation check. Fifteen. You stand there as you tell both of them to calm down. The younger man turns to you and asks, "Why do you care so much about this business?" The older man capitalizes on this momentary dropping of the guard to land a vicious hook around you, dropping his opponent. Who did he take it to the stars? He chants. <laughs> then turns to you. But good question, why do you feel the need to butt into this? Unless, oh, smoke and ashes. In fact, did you, did you sleep with this one too? As he turns to the halfling. We will jump back too. Sherlock, trying to get the man, the freed man on the ground. Yeah, so I'm just gonna yell, don't move your foot, and then start chipping away the rock. With your dagger, dagger right? Yeah, how much damage does that do? Roll for damage. Uh, six. All right, it's beginning to chip. The ground looks bloodied. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you are chipping away. Azir, you are following the hats. I'm, yeah, following the hats as fast as possible. So, uh, 10 feet, 20 feet, 15 feet, random, sort, random increments of hats leads you into the middle of an alley uh, behind a bar where there is a slim figure wearing a women's Gainsborough hat, those giant ones, with a lovely pink feather in it, <laughs> just kind of standing there. I, I tell him, uh, that hat looks ridiculous on you, and I don't believe it belongs to you. I'll be taking that and these others back to its owner. So give me the hats. <laughs> Are you gonna go get the hats? He's not moving to give me the hats? No. Then I advance towards him. All right, you grab the figure, and the back door to the bar swings open. Hey! A bulking half-orc occupies the entire frame. What are you doing to my Tiffany Lee? <laughs> you, you, you look back at the figure, the extra light being cast from the open door sheds just enough to make out the rest of her facial features. You were wrong. She's just a remarkably ugly woman. <laughs> uh, so, during this, this hilarious mistake, we're going to go to Talon, who gets up off the ground, dizzy from the man's flab, and stares at him. <laughs> I was just eating my breakfast when I felt the earthquake and heard all the commotion. Then my entire living room split in two. And then the aftershock knocked over my hash brown, so I figured it was time to see what was going on out here, but I think my house done warped because I'm stuck. Is there any way I could make him throw up? No. Uh, can <laughs> I, uh, is there any way I could, like, weaken the integrity of the door frame? You can try to, uh, smash the door, but you're going to have disadvantage to not hit the man. Uh, without disadvantage, there's a chance you'll, uh, hit the guy. 
and just blow his house up with a fireball again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he didn't budge at all when I... No. Oh, man. I don't suppose prying him out with a quarter staff is going to work either. You can try to wedge some, some stuff in, in there, but yeah, it runs the like risk of disappearing into his fat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I'll try to weaken the door frame. All right, so you can either uh, roll to hit with disadvantage and be sure to not hit Abe, but also possibly miss the door. Uh, without disadvantage, all misses will hit the person you're, you're trying to not hit. I'll roll with disadvantage so I make sure I do not hit him. Okay. And is this a quarterstaff attack? What am I... Yeah, you're, you're, you're basically performing a melee attack against the, the door. Oh, fuck. Uh, ten? Uh, ten hits the door, actually. It's oh, fine. Nice. So it's, it gives a mighty whack to the door frame. How much damage does that do? Uh, nine. The door uh, is beginning to give. So as you're hacking away at, at the door frame, we'll go all the way to Thaddeus, who is in the middle of a couple's dispute. So grabbing his ear and rocking back and forth on the ground is the down younger man. As the couple's squabble continues, uh, his eyes narrow as he puts his hand out. In, in what way? Like, to, to bring him up? I know, he just puts his hand out like a clenched open palm at the man who you are currently standing in front of. Look, this isn't the time to fight. Did you see the explosion? He doesn't care and shoots a frozen ice blast right in the face of the older man. He stumbles back trying to chip away his icicle face hugger. The younger man hops to his feet and gets back into his fighting stance. So, okay. Just uh, 1930s <laughs> Nope, we're gonna go. So as you try to figure out what the hell to do there, we're gonna go to Sherlock. All right, while I'm chipping away, I'm gonna say, what's your, what's your name, friend? Oh, my name's Excudo. I traveled 20 hours to be here. Well, you certainly came on an exciting day. <laughs> All right, I'm still chipping away. Okay. <laughs> Roll again, yeah. Um, hills, yeah. Seven. All right. He is freed from, from the ground. Oh, thank you, kind sir. Go be merry and tell all of the wondrous Sherlock gnomes. Azir <laughs> <laughs> has just grabbed a woman, assuming it was the robbing hat man. Yep. So I, I say, uh, what's, what was her name? Petunia? Tiffany Lee. Tiffany Lee. Where did I get Petunia from? <laughs> <laughs> That's Porky Pig's girlfriend. Uh, I, I say... <laughs> Uh, thank, thank you. I was trying to, um, escort her back to this place, because it's not safe to be on the streets. There are hat thieves lurking in the area. Is that why your hand's on her shoulder? I was, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My, it's a helping hand on her shoulder. I'll, I'll be away now that you're here. He draws out a scimitar and stands in front of you. You can roll for initiative. <laughs> Whoa, so meta. Yeah. <laughs> initiative within initiative. 20. All right, you, you'll be able to strike first against the man if you so choose. No, I just run away. I okay, <laughs> that's fine. You, you take off. Hey, she shouts at you as the woman behind him starts crying and runs, runs into the bar. So uh, that's what's going to happen. You're going to run away. We're going to go to Talon. You are chipping away at the, at the frame. Oh, oh, get me out of the door. Oh, won't someone help poor Abe out this door? I'm just so fat and stupid and I got stuck in it. Oh, my name's Abe. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do the same thing with disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, nine? Nope. 
no good as the door seems to be the same as was when you started the round hitting it. So, Thaddeus, uh, the, the older man manages to mightily dodge the foe's strikes even while being screened by the face of the ice until he takes one right in the kisser, opportunistically shattering the ice that was on it. The older man snarls and curls his fingers across an open palm and shouts some enchantment while raising his arm up. Spewing from the ground is a clay hand which proceeds to grapple and trap the younger man. Oh, God. This is getting out of hand. Um, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. It's getting, oh. it's getting in hand. Clay hand. Uh, I... Oh, God. I am going to... Uh, is the clay hand, like, is it hardened or is it soft? Like, it, it seems it's to, to still be moving and is mimicking the other guy's hand. Is, is mimicking the enchanter's hand. I guess I slap his hand and then ask them why they're fighting. Uh, okay. You, you slap the man's hand away, the clay arm jostles <laughs> the guy on the ground like a bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> the, the old man takes a menacing step towards the trapped one, not even listening to you, as he slowly closes his palm into a fist. His clay servant, mimicking his actions, begins to squeeze his prey. From the clenching hand, the younger man, man manages to spit out, Oh! What the hell, Vecna? I thought you said he didn't have any powers anymore. No, what I said was the magic was gone. <laughs> the old man, millimeters away from completely squishing his snare, freezes in his tracks and turns to the halfling. What do you, what do you mean the magic is gone? Oh, I mean we fizzled. We don't have nothing in common except our past. Don't you remember what we were like when we started out? Compare that to now. When's the last time you wrote me a poem or made me breakfast in bed? <laughs> Oh, babe, you know I still love you. <laughs> I've been putting long hours at the office so we could afford that trip to Candlekeep. <laughs> oh, Maximilian, as they embrace each other and continue saying, Sappy Ship, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm a DM. You think I know what people in love say to each other? <laughs> so, still encased in the clay hand is, is, is the home wrecker that was completely hardened and stopped moving. But we're going to go back to... Sherlock, who is now on his, his way again. And before that, I say, that ex-Kudor seems like a great guy. <laughs> so, uh, you are off. I assume you're still now running? Yep. So, running uh, across all the people, going at a noticeably slower pace than the rest of the running horde is a man with a bandana across his eyes and a white cane, which he is tapping rapidly on the ground. Five feet in front of him is a gigantic hole from the cracking. <laughs> I, uh, at your running speed, you won't be able to reach him in time. I do, however, have crossbows. I have crossbows, <laughs> but I do have cunning action, which lets me use dash as a bonus action. Nice. So does that mean I can run three times? Okay, so, so I can here. move 75 feet. Yeah, that's going to be plenty of time to get there in time. Huzzah! And I'll say, who, what does the person look like? He's got a robe on, but he has the bandana across his eyes and that white cane. I'm going to gently... Oh, I'm very short. I can't put my hand on his shoulder. <laughs> I'm going to gently tug at his robe, not threateningly, and say, Excuse me, sir, are you aware that you're about to... No, oh, this wasn't the voice that I was using before. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, are you aware that you're about to fall into a big hole? Who's there? Who's there? He, he, he spins around, but your short stature misses the cane hitting you in the head. What's going on? Uh... There was an earthquake, and now there's giant holes everywhere. I can lead you to safety if you need assistance. Uh, oh, holy Hexter, that's what's going on? 
Holy Hexter, indeed! Thanks for the tip, stranger. Screw this! He throws off his robe to reveal beautiful webbed wings, which he unfurls, takes leaf, and shoots <laughs> off in the sky. <laughs> and, excuse me, sir, what's your name? It was too late. He was uh, already gone. Roll for sadness. <laughs> Critical hit. <laughs> okay, so, Azir. Yeah. Um, you, are t- you are hauling ass out of the... Uh, the alley. Alley. Yeah. Um, as the guy may or may not be taking chase, you don't know. Uh, fortunately, you're lost in the sea of people. It's very hard to track anyone. Uh, audibly unavoidable is a large tiefling in robe standing on a soapbox. He is holding a holy book in one hand and shouting passages from it. Every false word that men shall speaketh, those gents shall giveth account thereof in the day of judgment. Those that rejecteth it and receiveth not mine words hath one that judgeth on one soul doomed. Okay. Uh, I, I say, hey, do you know... You're a tiefling. Bahamut now commandeth all men everywhere to repent because he appointed a day in which that judged world would be righteousness in the sir whom that kept hath ordained. That's great. Being that you're a tiefling, do you know this other tiefling named Alfred the Weird? What do you think, they all know each other? <laughs> Maybe. Racist sucker. <laughs> as, as you say mean things, we're going to go back to uh, Abe who is still in the door frame. Yeah, so I'll try taking another whack at All right. the door frame. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Uh, Seven. Uh, no, you're hitting and nothing appears to be happening. Abe is still crying. Uh, as you're smashing away at the, at the door um, and digging your hands into the dough, attempting to find some way uh, to fix this, uh, you notice that Abe's knees appear to be leaking. Leaking? Leaking what? Uh, can I do a check to see what he's leaking? Yeah. <laughs> so, do an investigative check. <laughs> now you get a great roll. Yeah. Uh, 18. You put your face right into the knees. <laughs> oh, that was the bacon I put in my pockets <laughs> for the trip to the door and back. <laughs> so greasy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thaddeus, <laughs> still encased in the clay hand, is the home wrecker. Uh, I tell, as they're in their embrace, release him. Uh, the, guys, the guy's completely out of it as he's making out with his wife, Vecna. The other guy still struggles in the clutches of the hand. So I, I try to go over and break the uh, clay. Go hand. for it. What would it be? Six plus. Eleven. All right. It, it, the hand dissolves in a puff of dark dirt and dust as the man gets up, brushes himself off looks at his infidelious partner kissing her husband and runs <laughs> off in the opposite direction. <laughs> Sherlock, you, uh, as, as you gaze up in the sky, watching the blind man fly away, <laughs> you uh, can now begin, uh, you can turn south if you want to keep running at the... Yes, I would like to. Okay. <laughs> at 120 feet away from the source of the smoke. Cool. Okay. Good thing the guy with the lowest HP is going to get there first. <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder if you win anything for getting there first. I hope so. Bonus XP. Uh, the adrenaline in Hero's Focus is surging so rapidly through all your bodies and minds that you couldn't even guess how long it's actually been since the ground fracturing ended. But you have just enough wherewithal in time to realize that there's now absolutely nothing happening besides screaming and collateral damage. Speaking of screaming, is this the tiefling who Azir is currently engaged in conversation with? Uh, he's just saying more. 
Yes, more he's, he's screaming. He's screaming in your face. He is now blocking your path as you began, as you stupidly conversed with him. Don't you know not to converse with street preachers? Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I, I try to juke left and then juke right and go around him. The preacher grabs your collar and stares you into the eyes. And I saw a most wondrous dark cave, and Bahamut satteth upon it, whose visage the plain and the earth fled hence, and thither west hath found no lodging for those folk. And I saw the dead, small and unremarkable, standeth here against Bahamut and the book of life, and the dead west judged of those things which was writ in the books according to their worketh. Can you say the same, sinner? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I'm going to use my... Uh, religion check to um, to whatever he expects of me <laughs> to argue back. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna be. I know, right? That's that's how it is. It's crazy. Bahamut in the cave thing with the books. <laughs> All right, go ahead and do a religion check. Uh, ten. Uh, ten. He kind of looks at you <laughs> and then makes a motion for your weapon. As we cut back to Talon. Who has just found out that Abe has had grease in his pockets while trying to destroy the door frame? Can I use the grease and just slather it over his fat? You can. <laughs> Is he shirtless? No. no. Okay, good. You you give the door a good once over in grease, get down in a three point stance, and charge. Like Frank Cannonball Richards. You know the video of the guy taking the cannonball to the stomach? Yes. Uh, but backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Jabba is released from his hut <laughs> and explodes back into, into his kitchen, which is now a mess of pots and pans. Oh, thanks, Barley, he says as he sits back down on the ground, takes a bread roll from his pocket, and dabs it on the grease on his sides. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Can I see if I can take any of the food? You, you want to tr try to touch no, I want to ask Richard's food? I want to ask. You can roll a Persuasion 30 to take his food. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Thaddeus, the, the, the man is now freed. Uh, you can, you're looking at the two people kiss. But if you want, you can continue on the direction of the smoke. She likes to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fight anymore. And then I go to the smoke. Okay. You move, you, you're, it's 30. Well, no, you, no, you're, you're but I can do one? twice as fast, yeah, yeah. so my speed right. is 30, 30. I can dash for 60, so I can technically go 120. Yeah, Jesus Christ, okay. I can also technically go 75. Nah. Not that it matters. How can you go 120? Because uh, I can do go twice as fast when not fighting oh, right. in cities. Oh, so. but if you're out of combat, though, you aren't dashing. <laughs> this oh. is like... Oh, yeah. So you're Same with double. me. However, I mean, that, I don't know. This is, like, perfectly applied to what's going on now, though. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I think what, I, I think your, your urchin background, this is the perfect use of it. So I'll let you keep on running. Sculpting. All right, so, wait, it's Sherlock's turn yep. again? Yeah, I was at first. Yes. All right, so yeah, you are. Yeah, I just want to go towards smoke. Traveling along like the hero you are. Exactly. Back to Azir. The preacher's made a motion for your weapon. Uh, I remain calm and see what he does. He grabs your weapon, stares you dead in the eye, and the sea gave up the dead, which wast in it and seven hells, and delivered up the dead which were in them, and the mortals worth judged according to their works. As he reaches out with the, your stolen weapon, wait, which weapon do you have? 
Uh, I have my staff, my darts, my hands are lethal <laughs> weapons. <laughs> he he, he grabs, your grabs your hands. <laughs> so he has a dart as he stares you right in the eye. He takes the dart and slits his throat with it and falls on the ground. Uh, all right. Damn. <laughs> so that happened. <laughs> uh, Put that one in the memory chamber <laughs> lock that away. <laughs> I, I want to search his body for this book that he keeps referring to okay. or anything else that might identify him. Or? Yeah, all he had on him was just the book. It's just uh, you can't read it. It's written in draconic, but uh, it looks to just be a, a religious text. All right, I will take it. Okay. And you uh, steal a dead man's Bible? Going to hell? <laughs> take back. I, maybe I'll be the new apostle <laughs> of this crazy religion. Who knows? Right. Um, you want to take his robes too? No, I just right. want to take my dart back. Yep, you, you and, can. And uh, start running. All right, you take off again. Well, even though all of you know this is a terrible disaster going on, some part of you is excited right now to, to be back in the action. Yeah. Flashbacks yeah. pop off in your mind with each daring maneuver. You're actually pretty surprised to be in such a good shape. Your body's been working overtime, but you feel like you're getting your second wind, and you're not even sweating all that much. Like, no, really, you, you've you been busting your ass, but all of a sudden you kind of feel pretty cool, then actually kind of chilly, and then <laughs> suddenly absolutely frigid. But it's not a breeze from behind or a drizzle from above, it's a cold radiation from below. Your concentration is completely broken as you realize something isn't right. The world's sounds and sights snap back into focus as you divert your attention below you and realize why the town is upgraded from alarm screaming to blood-curdling shrieking. Oozing up, or more so expanding up, from the fissures in the ground is a brown fuzz. On the next episode of Roll to Hit. The body count is clearly rising. Each street you turn down seems to have another unfortunate soul splayed on the ground. Look what I did to him without even drawing a weapon. I think you guys need to drop that stolen stuff and get out of here. A shooting pain strains through your entire body like an icicle has staked you in the heart. Can I pull a Star Wars and find like some rope and just kind of like run through his legs and then try to trip him? <laughs> You're completely blindsided by the flat side of a pike whizzing through the air. <laughs> 21. Oh, fuck you. What is that doing in your pants? As you dissolve into a misty cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and talent's gone from the game. <laughs> you turn a corner and run into Azir. What? <laughs> As she gives you a friendly slap on the ass before curving back down, the entire top-heavy mushroom structure is now all brown ooze as it begins to tilt back towards you. Are we getting experience for any of this? Oh, God, no. I mean, you would if you're doing it right. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you don't know the ace up my sleeve. However, remember that your weapons also do 1d4 less damage because they're tiny. Just aim my crossbow into the hole and try to shoot the lock off and have the monkey open up the other locks, but I don't think a dog can do that. 